0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, we will go around the league, we'll talk about the Western Conference, talking about the surging Blazers, as well as some surprises like the Utah Jazz, the Sacramento Kings, and of course the struggling teams like Golden State, as well as everybody's favorite punching bag, the Lakers, so just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Sports Dude with you, talking NBA, of course, and we're going to take a look around the league. It's been about a month now of play, so um, we can assess what's going on so far, so let's take a little look around the league, shall we? So, we're gonna start in the west we'll start in the west with the teams we'll run through them and see what's happening with each one so let's start with portland portland is the top team in the west right now uh it's dame's team dame finally has solid pieces around him uh right now he has an anthony simmons there they acquired jeremy grant so uh i think the key for them really is just stuff he's been healthy all year long so um when you have a center who can do a v- variation of things uh i think he's his health has been important to this team i mean they always had the firepower you know when you had cj mccullum there but Uh, I think having a healthy center, one who can play both ends, I think that's kind of key for them. So, again, they're the pride of the West. Dame, he missed some games too. He had a strained calf. He missed about five games. But the team still held his own. Thanks again uh, to Jeremy Grant. He started slow, but he's really cooking now. So, he's really playing well. Anthony Simons uh once again he's filling the role of a CJ McCollum so he's he's doing pretty good and the thing is they haven't had the services of Gary Payton II just yet uh a player that they acquired in the off season like that third guard to come off your bench and give you uh, give your guys a blow so uh, he hasn't even started the season yet. So once you get him and in, indoctrinate him into the mix, I think this team's going to be even stronger. So look out. Portland's doing some things. And remember all the flack that Dame got for signing that extension. People thought he was ridiculous. He doesn't <laughs> look that ridiculous right now. I know it's early, but. Hey, listen. They've given them a team. There's teams in the West that's struggling right now. So maybe it's Dame's time. Maybe it's Dame's time. Maybe he can pull off a Giannis and maybe uh get all the way to the ship. Who knows? So um, again, it's early in the process. But right now they're the pride of the West. So uh, so kudos to Portland there and the Chauncey Billups, by the way, who's doing a very good job over there so let's move on to the denver nuggets denver nuggets they're kind of finding their way still because remember they didn't have the services of jamal murray or michael porter jr for last season so a lot of the onus fell on the joker of course uh nikolai uh jovic so um yeah, so right now actually his scoring is down, but his um actually his scoring and rebounding is down, but his assists are up, which means he is trying to get others involved in in the play there. And then also too in this young season, he has eclipsed the great Wilt Chamberlain in most Triple doubles by a center, so, uh, so, uh, the Joker getting it done as usual. So, but again, Jamal Murray's back. He's looking like his old self. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. He's coming around slowly as well. So, I think also, Kattavious uh, Caldwell Pope, that trade that they made in the offseason uh, to acquire him. I think it's been a godsend because he's been solid at the shooting guard position, a position that they they've had. I want to say minimal success, but, um, you know, they had steady players. But I think Katavius Polk gives them a something at that position that they haven't had where guys are doubled, you know, double team, so forth. You could kick it out to a guy like KCP and he can drain the, those threes or the outside shots. So, uh, I, I think that's a pretty good, uh, upgrade for them. That's for sure. And then also you're getting very good production from bones. Highland coming off the bench who I think right now is in the running for six man of the year. He's been that solid. So, uh, so Denver, you know, Mike Malone get getting it done for a squad, uh, trying to figure out the pieces, move the pieces along the board to see what fits. So, uh, so f- pretty good start for Denver so far. Now, to the surprise of the league, the Utah Jazz. You know, everyone pretty much threw dirt on their grave once they dealt Rudy Gobert and. Donovan Mitchell you you know you you trade two all stars you gotta figure the roster's gonna suffer because of that, not so much Utah is right now um they have ten wins under the belt so um and will Hardy man, this guy has come into a pretty much impossible situation uh when you lose. Guys of that caliber, so what has he done? He has created a system of camaraderie of guys trusting each other, guys leaning on each other, so uh I say he's um the leader in the clubhouse for culture of the gear if this holds up, but you know it's early uh we We know this is a marathon and not a sprint, so. But thus far, the guy's proven that um, in a sh- brief amount of time that uh, he, can <laughs> he can coach in this league, it seems. so. And let's talk about the reclamation project called Laurie marketing Laurie Markkinen is a guy who's started out in Chicago. Um, the thing with Laurie Markkinen, it's injuries. He's been injury plagued but when he's been out on the floor he's he's been uh rock solid then that's been the case in chicago where he started then when he got traded to uh actually no he ended up signing with cleveland as a free agent so uh so he went to cleveland again the injury rope Woes kind of followed him there, so. And now he's in Utah, and he's pretty much the man there. So, and I tell you what, um, early returns. It looks like uh, he could end up in an All-Star game by early returns. He has been fantastic for the Utah Jazz. So, so you take it to account that he's putting up career numbers. You got Clarkson now. Jordan Clarkson, who used to be your six-man extraordinaire. He's now in the starting lineup, so he's wreaking havoc as a starter, uh, which has helped him. connolly has been healthy, which has been a good thing. Uh, Sexton, he's coming around as that third guard. So, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> again, Utah is you know turning heads right now, so... We know it's early. Uh, you're getting solid play from uh, Kelly Olenek, who you know he's been he's a vet. He's been bounced around this league, but he's <clears throat> excuse me. He's a competent center, you know, in this league. And then you got a young guy like Walker Kessler who comes off the bench and uh, uh, gives you solid play inside with his shot blocking uh, prowess. So. Utah Jazz is turning heads right now, so and right, rightfully so. Will it sustain? We'll see. It, again, it's a long season, so we'll see what happens with that. Then we move to the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies, right now, they've got guys in and out of that lineup. Uh, right now, uh, Desmond Bain, he's going to be out two to three weeks. Uh, he has a uh, grade 2 toe sprain. Then you uh, you got a young kid like Zaire Williams, who's going to be out four to six weeks with a knee injury. So uh, a young guy like that, that kind of uh, hurts his development there. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. just made it back. Uh, he had to miss nearly the first month of the season, but he's back, and man, he's... Yeah, I thought it'd take a few games for him to get acclimated, but he's he's <laughs> he's in mid-season form already, so you get a guy like that, that definitely helps, uh, and you have a guy like Ja Moran. you know, he gets his bumps and bruises along the way, he'll miss a game here and there because of that, so, uh, and now with Desmond Bain down, you're gonna need more from a Ja Moran and having Jaron Jackson helps and you're going to need more from a Dylan Brooks in order to you know kind of carry that production that you had previously so so right now Taylor Jenkins is really being tested with you know keeping the the team afloat with this myriad of injuries but Memphis will be uh (laughs) They'll have something to say when all is said and done. You still have a mercurial star in Ja Morant. So uh, when you got a guy like that, you're definitely going to be in the running. So this is still a young team. Uh, Keep that in mind as well. You got the steady presence of a Steven Adams in the middle, which definitely helps. Uh, Santee uh, Aldama. He, he played well in the absence of Darren Jackson Jr. So you now get a guy coming off your bench who's going to be solid. And that fortifies your bench. So uh, the Grizzlies will be fine. Again, they'll be one of those teams in the running. I think when all is said and done, they'll be up among those top six uh, So in the West. So, well, well, we'll see how it goes. But they're... They'll, they'll, they'll have something to say when all is said and done. Then we move on to Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns right now... They're... I tell you what... Um, Monty Williams is uh, getting his money's worth. Because he's having to really coach this team up. Uh, right now, CP3. He's been out since... Uh, November 7th. With a sore heel. So... You get the likes of a Cameron Payne getting in there uh, to fill his spot. But right now, his uh, Chris Paul, his numbers are down. So you kind of wonder, you know, they gave him that big contract. Uh, a 30-plus-year-old point guard, so on the wrong side of 30. So uh, you have to wonder in that regard. But, nonetheless, uh, they're trying to figure things out, so we'll see what happens. Okay, so, also, the fact that DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton, he's just an enigma, man. He really is, you know. They signed, They ended up, you know, signing him. Remember that uh, Indiana signed him to an offer sheet. And then Phoenix had to match it. So, um, but he just seemed to be underperforming. He's barely giving you 15 points a game and nearly eight rebounds. Not what you envision when you sign him to that big money. But I mean, the the I guess in Phoenix' mind was, where do we go from here? So. Uh, you, you got to take that to account so and also too uh I mentioned injuries uh, Cam Johnson he's out so uh, he's out like uh, one to two months he has a torn meniscus uh, and remember that they tried to get him to resign four years at 90 uh, About 66 to 72 million, but Cam Johnson uh, figured he bet on himself. And actually, you know, in the early going, it looked like he was doing the right thing and doing that. Then this injury takes place. So we'll see if that money is still around when all is said and done. Jay Crowder, he's still out. He's maintained that he wants to be traded. So. You got to figure out what's happening with him. Uh, You would think with you now not having a Cam Johnson, he would want to come back and, you know, at least get his value up. But that hasn't been the case. So not sure what Phoenix does from there. Uh, Devin Booker pretty much doing Devin Booker things. So he's, you know, he's handling his business. So. And then you have the outside noise of what happened with Matt, with uh ownership with uh Robert Salver. So um and the loud cries for him to sell the team after, you know, the allegations have come forth about him with uh uh sexual harassment and also uh some vile things said by him. So uh so Phoenix is battling on both fronts on the court and off, but nonetheless they're still amongst the the six, the top six, so and I think that's a testament to Monty Williams and his coaching acumen. So uh so of course they'll be uh amongst the in the mix when all is said and done. And then you have the Dallas Mavericks dallas mavericks right now luka Donkic, who i predicted will win an mvp he's on the mvp run by the way um you would like to see that record get better but uh right now he's on a tear uh the numbers he's putting up is phenomenal right now over 34 points per game nearly nine rebounds eight assists uh He he has just been wreaking havoc. Uh, The the question for Dallas is when will kid uh, come to his senses and realize he should start Christian Wood. I mean, I get it, I understand what he's trying to do in terms of you know uh, having some firepower from your bench, but I think there comes a point in time where you realize the. The best thing for this team going forward is getting uh, Wood in there with Luca starting the game, and this way you can bludgeon teams that way inside out. Um, I think that's the better out. You know, then again, what do I know? But uh, Jason Kidd, um, he, I guess he feels you know coming off the bench, uh, Wood is a better fit. I understand. I get it. You got JaVale McGee who hasn't really given you what he normally gives you in terms of a starting uh, center. Then you got uh, Maxi Kleber. You got him. Dorian Finian-Smith. And Dwight Powers. So you got bigs here, but none of these guys are on the caliber of a Christian Woods. Yeah. So, um, So figuring some things out there. Spencer Dinwiddie doing his best to fill the role of a Jalen Brunson who's moved on to greener pastures in New York and Gotham City. So uh, Spencer Dinwiddie definitely doing his thing there. Uh, You would like to get more solid play out of a Reggie Bullock, that's for sure. He's just so inconsistent. You still have a Tim Hardaway Jr. there, who uh, you know, he was sat out all of last season, so he's getting his legs under him, but he's coming off your bench, giving you firepower there. So Kid has some options here, of course. But uh right now, as things stand, they're teetering around the sixth spot, between the sixth and the eighth spot. So uh Yeah, but I if if I had to give a bit of advice, not that anyone will listen, I would definitely think about putting Christian Wood amongst those starters. So let us move on to the L.A. Clippers. L.A. Clippers right now, uh, of course, your star player Kawhi Leonard. He has they've been dealing with his knee issues. Uh, he's just on those bad knees there. He only played two games, but he recently has come back to the lineup. So, um, getting Kawhi and getting him right is critical to the success of this team. Absolutely critical. But, for the most part, this team looks pretty much like last year's team. Except with the addition of uh, John Wall, who has looked good so far. So, John John Wall is healthy. When well, you got a healthy John Wall, you know, the you know the kid can play, so uh, he's definitely a help there. Uh, PG13, uh, Paul George, he's doing the heavy lifting right now in the absence of a Kawhi Leonard. Uh, you still got guys like Marcus Morris. You got a Reggie Jackson there, a Vika uh, Zubat you got uh Luke Kennard and all those guys there uh so i mean you you got a squad there Norman Powell as well Robert Covington so the team is deep it's just a matter of getting your star player back and acclimating him back into the system so i know they're being super cautious with Kawhi and rightfully so you have All those dollars invested in him. So, I guess you'll see what happens from there. But, um, I think when all is said and done, they will be amongst those either towards the bottom end of that top six or amongst the playing uh, folks there. So, uh, but it all, everything begins and ends with Kawhi Leonard. So, uh, so uh, a lot of work to, for Tyron Lue to do with that team. Then you have the New Orleans Pelicans, who right now, they're amongst those play-in teams. I thought they would pro- progress a little further now that you got Zion back, but Zion, he's been in and out the lineup. He's been hobbled. Uh, Brandon Ingram, early, early on, he sat out quite a bit as well. Uh, Zion dealing with those foot issues still. In the ankle as well. Uh, Ingram had the concussion. He was in concussion protocol. Then CJ C. McCollum. He's still kind of inefficient there. Uh, still getting done scoring. You would like the field goal percentage to be up more. So... uh Willie Green's trying to make it happen. He's trying to make it happen with all the pieces here. Uh, you're getting outstanding play from Jonas uh, Balasunas. so you're getting outstanding play there. Uh, Herbert Jones, he he was godsend last year, as well as him and Jose Alvarado. So they're still trying to figure some things out in in the land of uh, New Orleans. So. We'll see what happens there, but I think they they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be a problem once healthy and right. So so uh, we'll see what happens there. Moving on to another surprise team, the Sacramento Kings, who by the way uh, had a five-game win streak at um, last look. So I tell you what, Mike Brown has come in. Mike Brown is a good coach. He's a good coach when given a chance. We've seen what he's done in Cleveland. We've seen what he's done as an assistant with the Golden State Warriors. This guy can coach in this league, man. And he has talent. Uh, He has a healthy De'Aaron Fox, which definitely helps. Uh, DeMontis, Sabonis, he's playing well be nice if you get more touches there but um but he's playing well for them uh like I said De'Aaron Fox who's playing all-star caliber basketball you you bring in guys like a Kevin Herter who's been solid at shooting guard then backing him up is a Malik Monk who you saw what he did with the Lakers last year so you still got a guy like Harrison Barnes a pros pro there uh so, this this team is uh, surprising some folks, and if those teams in the Pacific Division aren't careful, the uh, so Sacramento Kings can uh, you know can make some noise in that division there. So, definitely see what happens there. By like what they're doing so far, uh, the Kings, and hey, they they might have a say in this Western Conference when all is said and done. So. So let's move on from there to the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors, of course, led by uh, Steph Curry. The only player in the West, actually, who has a 50-point game under their belt. He just got it recently in a loss to the F- Phoenix Suns. But Steve Kerr, he's kind of in a quagmire, guys. The fact of the matter is... He has his older players, ones that's gotten him to the promised land. So he's in a fix where he has to figure out how to incorporate this young talent he has amongst the older guard there. So that's always a problem, especially for a championship coach to figure out how to do that and do it. In a successful way, where you still have team success while leaning upon your, you know, old reliable players, but yet bringing in the young guys to give them confidence and give them steady minutes. So, uh, right now, and I mean, you got Jonathan Kaminga, uh, Moses Moody. You got there. Uh, those those guys need to be incorporated in. it's that's just that simple. A uh, James Wiseman, who, by the way, was sent down to the G League. So uh and I get it. I understand. You know, um, but you gotta take it into account this guy was the second pick in his uh his given draft there. So he's a guy who could definitely help your team. I I mean Kavon Looney is as steady as they come, but If you have a talented guy like Jason Wiseman in there, um, no telling what this team can do. So um, They're they're supposed to bring him back up in 10 days, James Wiseman. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And then there's, of course, the dilemma of Draymond Green. Draymond Green, I think I said it in my preseason prediction. I still say it now. This is his last year in Golden State. This will be his last year there. I think when all is said and done, he will move on to Greener Pastors. You know, I understand he's the emotional leader there. Um the fight in the off season didn't do him any favors, especially how it was publicized. So so you definitely have that hanging over him. So Oh, and I'm sorry. When I talk about young players, I meant to mention Jordan Poole as well, who's still a pretty young player. Um, when all is said and done. So, um, but yeah, the Draymond Green. You, you know, you guys see what happens. Um, but he's he'll still be that catalyst. He'll sp- still be that guy. Um, that one of those horses you ride until the very end, but I think um, he'll be moving on. So Steve Kerr's just gonna have to figure out what to do in terms of that. So we'll see. So we move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who uh, who are teetering around that five hundred. Record sort of deal there, uh, the Twin Towers situation seems to be working between Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. You know, you gave up a ton to bring in Gobert in there to be that difference maker inside. He's been that so far, it seems. Right now, Anthony Edwards he really hasn't heated up as of yet. He's just uh, he's nearly 21 points per game uh five and a half rebounds five assists those are solid numbers don't get me wrong but i mean in terms of the scoring i don't think he's really heated up so uh i think that's soon to come that's for sure uh d'angelo R- russell right now he's just in us his he's in a bad way in terms of his shoot shooting 41 from the field oh uh about 32% from three point range and he's supposed to be your catalyst, your, you know, floor general there. I don't think it's ever been in him. He's just been a he's just a classic combo guard forced to be a point guard at this point. So, um if you if he had someone next to him who was kind of like a ball handler as well as far as uh distribution of the basketball i would feel a little better about him but um minnesota's gonna have to figure it out chris finch there he's gonna have to figure out what he's gonna do in terms of that uh but they need a guy who's pass first and shoot second to get these other guys involved so uh So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, A lot of their depth is gone because of that trade. So, uh, they're going to have to figure it out on the fly pretty much. So, we'll see what happens there. The San Antonio Spurs, we'll talk about them uh, right quick. Right now, Keldon Johnson, he's having a breakout season. Um, I think if uh, form holds... Uh, he could possibly make an all-star appearance the way he's playing. Devin Vassell, his breakout is in process. He's playing very well, by the way. He was out for four games uh, with uh, injury as well. So, But he's really coming on. Trey Jones, he's a work in progress right now. Filling in for DeJounte Murray. So, um, I think as the games go on uh, perhaps you'll see more improved play from him and then there's uh, and they were hoping that a Josh Primo could kinda challenge him there but once uh, he, he was booted off the team for his uh, issues there um, it is now Trey Jones's position to lose pretty much so um, perhaps down the pike you you see uh a san antonio bringing in another point guard to kind of challenge trey jones there so but you know pop his pop is still there greg popovich uh, he's got this team overachieving right now uh they're kind of coming down down to the pack right now so um it probably so. There will probably be a team on the outside looking in. In terms of playoff aspirations. Um, quite possibly. So. Um, yeah. But. They definitely need some pieces here and there. In order to. Go even further. But. Again Pops. Um, he's pushing them. That's for sure. So. So we see what's going on there. OKC. Okay, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, right now, Shai gilgeous Alexander is playing out of his mind. I mean, he's off to a monster start. 31 and a half points per game, over four rebounds, nearly six assists. I mean, he's playing fantastic. The thing with him is, it's never been a question of talent, it's been a question of availability. And right now, he's been available. So, uh, put putting up these type of numbers, man, it's definitely going to take... Uh, the league has to take notice of that. That's for sure. So, And then remember, too, <laughs> OKC really is trying to vie for the um, Victor Wimbayana. So... They're they're trying to be in the running for him. So... um, Right now, they're teetering around 500. So... um, So right now, they're kind of in a fix. What you do with Shai Gilkis Alexander. I mean, he's playing fantastic basketball. But you still want to be one of those ones that can possibly get your hands on such a material talent. Uh... Like the the seven, that seven-footer there. So uh, that's going to be something for OKC to figure out. But I don't think his value, um, S, SGA's value can get any higher than what it is right now. So uh, maybe the Knicks can come calling. Who knows? So anyway, we'll see there. Uh, Josh Giddy right now, he's starting to heat up now. Um, he he was he was out of the lineup early on, but he's back now. It seems like he's starting to get back into swing of things. And if you're in fantasy basketball, I think the window has kind of closed on maybe buying low on him. So uh, a little fancy basketball talk to the push in there. But uh, Josh Giddy I think, is starting to round into shape right now. So. Which is a, uh, I guess it's a good thing for them. So we'll see. Lou Dort, he's still very inconsistent. So, so your small forward play is you know, is a roller coaster ride pretty much there. Alexei Pukaszewski, he's starting off slow, but he's slowly claiming the power forward spot there. You still got issues at center. So, uh, yeah, but I think eventually, when all's said and done, OKC will be amongst those bottom teams. Uh, Again, I think, you know, if you were to sell on uh, SGA, probably now's the time to do it uh, while he's playing so well. Although, you know, what how to explain that to your fan base, but that's a story for another day. So Then we get to the last two bottom teams, one of which we sh- should be surprised about, I guess we should. Uh, the LA Lakers right now, the second from the last at the bottom of the West. The The story is pretty simple, guys. Poor point guard play uh, has sabotaged this team. Right now, you can't play uh, Westbrook with uh, a LeBron James right now. You just can't. You can't have have them start the game together. Uh, so, Darvin Ham has addressed that, and now Westbrook is coming off your bench, which I think is a better fit. Uh, the only thing is, now you got to rest on a guy like uh, Patrick Beverly, who... You know he's a bulldog, but he's not the guy who you want starting at your powerful at your point guard position. So, um, yeah, so that's where your trouble lies. And the point guards, amongst him, Westbrook and Kendrick Nung has shot horribly uh, so far. So. And the thing with a LeBron James team, you have to surround him with shooters, and he doesn't have that right now. So, um, so pretty much LeBron's doing LeBron things. He's had an injury of recent now that's bears some watching. Uh, Anthony Davis, he's been healthy so far. You, you got to give him credit; he's been healthy early on. Uh, so that's that's been a help, but. I mean, this record is still the record. Uh, Lonnie Walker, he's playing well right now for them. Um, he, he's he been a solid addition to that front court there. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, he's close to coming back. So you see what happens there with his thumb injury. So you see what takes place there. But darmahan's doing the best he can with what he has. So uh, I don't think it's anything you could put on him it's just this bad this team is badly constructed it's more that than anything else and look i i continue to say it now uh yell it from the rooftops uh you know i know the league likes to have the lakers in the news and talk about the lakers you know such a storied history and all those things but Again, it is not the <laughs> Lakers' birthright to always make the playoffs. It's just not. Um, it, uh, especially with a LeBron James-led team. Uh, I think right now, the all you can get excited about as a Laker fan is the fact that LeBron is en route to passing the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the scoring record other than that you really don't really have uh, much to hang your hat on there. It's a poorly constructed team as I said and you know I don't think one singular trade will turn things around unless you steal some <laughs> steal a good player from another team. I don't see where this thing turns around. I just don't. Uh, maybe I'm missing something here, but who knows? And then the last team we'll talk about is the uh, Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets right now, uh, pretty much among the worst when you factor in the Lakers as well. The good news for them, it seems like the Jalen Green and Kevin Porter back are working out great. You're getting great production from both those guys, nearly 20 points per game from each. So that's been good. Uh, Alperin Sagoon. he's coming along slowly, but uh, he's your center there. I know Steven Silas had him in and out of the lineup, even you know having him come off the bench. But this guy should be your starter right now. So, uh, so definitely that that should be the case there. Um, that's that's the good news for them. The bad news, uh, the shooting. Uh, the small forward position has been pretty much a revolving door between Kenya Martin Jr., Eric Gordon, who seems to be the starter right now, um, Garrison Matthews, and also your rookie Terry Eason. Um, I think when all is said and done, uh, right now, you got good value for Eric Gordon. You can probably, uh, Hustle him out of town in a trade. Get some assets back. But I think... Going forward, uh, you should probably consider a kid like Terry Eason. Uh, I think he's one of those sleeper guys in that draft who can uh, possibly be a difference maker. So, uh, I would lean towards him uh, when all is said and done. But, of course, you got to move some pieces around to do that. So... And then also bad amongst uh, the bad news is Jabari Smith, uh, the rookie. He's off to a rough start so far um, in the league. I think in time he'll, he'll be okay. He'll be fine. I'm actually of the opinion that you should probably bring him off the bench. I know that's sacrilege. He was such a high pick in the draft. But just to get his confidence going. And uh, consider starting a, a Usman Gar- Garuba, who's actually playing pretty good right now. So, uh, but again, the Rockets are another team that's uh, in the uh, in the running for uh, Wimbayana. So, um, so we'll see what happens there. So, all right. So that's your look as far as the West goes. When we come back, we'll take a look at the wacky East. And all that's going on there, the woes of the Nets, um, the Knicks, um, you know, just teetering among mediocrity right now. Um, of course the pride of of the East is the Celtics, so we'll talk about all that on the other side, All right. So, uh, actually in another episode, so, uh... All right, guys, so once again, I thank you for listening, and we will talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, gd.com. You can also email me at that at gmail.com to support this podcast you can go to my PayPal, and that email is that at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, Castbox, Radio Public, Pod Chaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and fan base. So once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.